You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hi, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You are listening to House of Cards, and what an hour we have planned for you. Of course, we have our mailbag segment, but we also have two extraordinary guests. The first is a returning guest, Robert Delafave, who is an expert on online poker. He'll be talking to us about poker stars' soon entrance into the New Jersey online poker world. And then we're going to talk to Guy Scarangelli who created Multiplier Blackjack. He's also involved with a poker room that I love down in San Diego called the Village Club. Now it's called uh, Seven, I think it's Seven Mile Casino. Well, we'll talk to him about both of those things. So stay tuned. We'll be back after a quick timeout. Another amazing fantasy football weekend with FanDuel. I got to tell you, it's so easy to make money. So you think you know football? Come and prove it at FanDuel. FanDuel is a leader in one-week fantasy football. The money is real. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1, so anyone can play. Last week, Wayne from Idaho won 10000 bucks off a $2 entry fee. That could be you. Come play with us. We're having fun every week over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it with up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. Offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today, so don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, and sign up today using my promo code H-O-C. Hey, Jersey, GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200, because we have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in Jersey. And last year, we paid out over $200 million to our winners. Sign up now, and we'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, for the little gambler in you. Bet with your head not over and call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams, professional poker player, author, and host of House of Cards. You can all, wherever you're listening to our show, we're now blanketing the United States. You can send in your questions or comments about the show to info at houseofcardsradio.com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash H-O-C radio. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash H-O-C radio. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards with Ashley Adams. He's a witch. He's been playing poker since guys wore tights.
Welcome back, everybody. Um, if you listen to this show, you know two things for sure. One of the things that our listeners are most interested in is when is online poker coming back to the United States? And you also know, if you've been listening carefully, that my favorite online poker company has been and remains, without question, PokerStars, uh, whom I, I was a beta tester of PokerStars. I saw them when they first started their cash games. I was crushed when they left the American market. And now I am enthused by their imminent return. We have, as guests on this show, uh, in this case it's a returning guest, experts on online gaming. And today we are fortunate enough to have back Robert DeLaFave, who is an analyst for OnlinePokerReport.com and USPoker.com. Are you there, Robert? Yep, thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, we like to sprinkle the world of opinion and BS with an occasional person who actually knows what they're talking about, which would be you. So tell us about PokerStars' return under the ownership of Amaya, uh, what it means for New Jersey, and what it doesn't mean. What, what's going on? It means quite a bit, but I would say in terms of what it means for New Jersey specifically is rather limited. I mean, we're going to see... A, a online game behemoth come to a state which has 9 million people, and there's a limitation on how far they're going to grow. But in terms of setting the precedence of the, for the future, where other states join the mix, it's absolutely tremendous. And it really speaks volumes about uh, the U.S. regulation that is moving forward, that concessions have been made on both sides, both the regulators and the MIA, to just get it done. And I think the landmark achievement, probably the biggest thing for online poker in 2015. Okay, so tell us what the uh, concessions were on either side. What was the issue with the state of New Jersey, and what did they want, and what did Amaya do to comply with what they wanted? The main thing was there really could be no connection to the past. And we we this going back about two years when the um, – New Jersey regulators suspended uh, PokerStars' license until certain concessions were made. Now, the biggest one was getting rid of um, the Scheinbergs and getting rid of any top-level executive that was associated with PokerStars' uh, free Black Friday. Now, apparently, Amaya had held, held on to about four of those executives, and they had to go by the wayside. They had to be laid off before PokerStars was approved. This was as part of a 90-page report released by New Jersey regulators on everything that's transpired in the last year, kind of justifies the one-year delay that everyone's been wondering about why it takes so long. Well, I guess they were thoroughly vetting poker stars, and I think that was the main thing. Now, they, Amaya has done that, and that kind of paved the way for New, um, them to come back to New Jersey. Well, I got to say, I, I was surprised at something that I read. I read your article, What Will Become of New Jersey Online Poker Between Now and PokerStars Launch. And in it, I think it's there, or maybe it's just the attached court case, the joint petition. I read the list of people who were banned from Amaya's staff, and it included Chris Ferguson. Now, I always thought he had been purged long ago. And then I wondered, well, if he is explicitly mentioned, why don't they also mention the other major bad guy that we've all heard about, Howard Lederer? Why don't they say he's banned, too? Can you explain that? It was a bit odd. Um, Lederer kind of kind of was granted abstinence from the whole thing. Uh, and I know that comes as a surprise to some, but he you know, came forward, and, and we all know, I mean, well, at least we assume um, that he was actually a big part of the um, full tilt fiasco, but it was Ferguson who was tied to Bitar, um, tied to the whole thing. We won't really know the full story um, because that wasn't really revealed, but it, it does strike me as a little bit odd. I do see why it happened just because of the associations and the way the titles went down, the way the money was distributed. That letter would get a little bit of leniency as compared to Ferguson. Okay, so let's look at the big picture. Um, mm -hmm. I see that Poker Stars is back in the U.S., and of course, my first thought is, oh, does this mean that the UIGEA is going to be falling soon because they're just setting up Poker Stars to go back to their former glory days? 
anything to that at all? Um, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, the UIGEA is mostly to do with banking transactions. So under state law, public stars, as long as they're regulated by state, they can do whatever they want. Now, I don't know if that's going to fall. I think it's actually coming under scrutiny right now. There's a lot of talk with the Daily Fantasy Sports and how the UIGEA applies to that. They're doing a lot with that right now in terms of online poker. It's never going to be, in my opinion, more than like a state-by-state process with hopefully Pennsylvania joining the mix maybe within like the next week even. They're scheduled hearings or they've had scheduled hearings and canceled them and rescheduled them. But I think um, that's just the way it's going to go. It's going to be a slow progression and we're not going to see any like federal law or federal laws overturned or new laws. And yeah, just state by state, it's going to take quite a few years. I know that comes as a kind of a disappointment to a lot of people um, that it won't, you know, we'll more like dealing with a Sunday thousand as opposed to the Sunday million for a while. But um, it is a good step in the right, it's a step in the right direction. All right. Sure. Uh, we will be back after a quick timeout. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. How lucky you are. With Ashley Adams. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Who the hell do you think you are? Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams, and you are listening to House of Cards. Listeners, we're talking to Robert DeLafave, who is an expert in online gaming. He's the analyst for OnlinePokerReport.com. Can you explain something to me? How can it be illegal to transfer money to play poker online, but it's perfectly legal to do the lottery of fantasy sports online for uh, as much as I want? How can that be? Um, there's a carve-out in the uh, UIGEA that allows for uh, daily, uh, not daily fantasy, but fantasy sports. This, this was written well before daily fantasy sports was even envisioned. So, And that's kind of why it's coming under scrutiny right now, because the UIGEA didn't kind of anticipate this. They anticipated fantasy sports, which was, you know, kind of, I mean, obviously a huge product, but but not not this explosive, um, unregulated, wild, wild west of gaming that daily fantasy sports has become. And now with the whole, you know, insider trading scandals that have uh, um, occurred recently, there's been a lot of scrutiny. I know they've been pulled out of Nevada. Um, Florida might follow, and like five or six states are kind of debating whether to allow them in. So... It's really just kind of a loophole a lot of these daily fantasy sites, I would say, even exploited to get around um, current law, and we might see a change, actually. I, my guess is that we'll see a change. Well, how did, how did fantasy sports get a carve-out when poker can't get a carve-out? I mean, you can't tell me that day-trading fantasy sports is more skillful than playing poker. So how did they get the exemption when we didn't? It's kind of ridiculous if you ask me. Uh, if anything, 
uh, Daily Fantasy Sports. So that Fantasy Sports may be a little less, but Daily Fantasy Sports in particular is probably less skill-based than poker. I would I would argue it's way less. Just beating it is, is almost impossible. I think it's like 1% of the prop, or 90% of the profits gets filtered through like 1% of the players, whereas online poker, you're talking... 10% U.S. or 10% live players win, and like almost 30% in Europe are uh, on poker stars are like break even or like or profitable players. So it, it's really a mystery at this point. Just the way the law was carved at that point. I guess if I had to think again at it, online poker was this huge unregulated commodity uh, in the U.S. And fantasy sports wasn't really. Uh, was, for lack of a better word, wasn't really pissing anyone off at the time. So that's what they kind of focused on. It was online poker, online gambling, obviously, but it kind of got grouped in with all forms of gambling, which, in my opinion, and I'm sure yours as well, really wasn't the way to go and wasn't really that fair. Well, yeah, in my opinion, you shouldn't have any gambling illegal ever. I, I just don't see the basis for making it illegal i could see regulating it keeping minors from it uh you know maybe doing some things to to make it a little bit more appealing but i don't see any reason to uh, make gambling illegal so tell us a little bit about what's going on in new jersey with online poker is it thriving is it dying is it just holding its own is it fading is it slightly improving where is it at for lack of a better word i'd say it's stagnating um there's a lot. There's a lot of anticipation waiting right now, and I think New Jersey players are kind of cognizant of that. And I think a lot of them are holding on to their their uh, you know hobby dollars or their poker dollars, anticipation of poker stars. Now the other sites are kind of lobbying for, for position right now, and I think we'll see a lot of things happen in the next few months where where Vergata or, or Caesars tries to merge with poker stars and, and create a presence with them in New Jersey, kind of set themselves up for other bigger and better things. But until then, we're not seeing much happening. The kind of uh, stagnant promotional efforts, liquidity is, is just kind of incrementally going down, even though it should be kind of going up this time of year with the colder weather. And revenue has, I think it was the lowest it's ever been in September, and it really hasn't cracked the $2 million mark um, in any of the last five or six months, I want to say, whereas Casino is doing really well with um, $10 million a month. Now, part of this has to do with New Jersey's side. It can't support a, um, can't support a, huge, a huge player base. It's just too small. So... We have that problem, and, and the maturity of the market, people are kind of like, you know, we've been there, seen that, and nothing's really happening. So why would they come back? The recreational players have really no reason to play right now. They're kind of all waiting, and the pros alike are kind of just waiting for poker stars. And I think we'll see a pretty big uptick when that happens. But that's when, and for the next couple of months, I don't see much happening in New Jersey. Well, let me, I have two questions for you. First of all... <laughs> What are people hoping from poker stars entering the market? Are they is poker stars talking about doing anything different from the other companies, or are people thinking, well, it just might bring some more players that will hear the poker star's name? So, what's going to change when they enter the market, other than their poker stars? That's the last whole thing. Um, I think they're not going to do too much. They're not expecting to turn a profit in New Jersey. I, I would sincerely doubt that. They're expecting to set a precedent. Now, I think they're going to come out strong, and by strong, I think you're going to see something very equivalent in terms of, like, VIP program, welcome bonuses, early marketing, early promotion to their to their rest-of-the-world product, which is light years ahead of what we have in New Jersey right now, even if it's, say, 15% lower to account for uh, tax, tax rates in New Jersey. It, it, it's light years ahead. So just poker stars being poker stars, I think that's enough okay. to get maybe, yeah, you, know, you talk to players that I know, uh, they've been asking me for years. Now, the only problem is some of them think we're going to be linked with the international pool. And we kind of had to dispel that notion. And an online poker report did a pretty good job on other sites as well. 
kind of said, look, guys, it's not going to be like it was in 2011. Once players got over that fact, they're still excited, but maybe a little less so. Okay, so maybe there'll be some promotional stuff uh, that will help spill out and get more players interested, and there'll be some more money out there. Maybe some guarantees will start uh, getting more players. Tell me when it's happening. When do you think this will actually happen, when Poker Stars will go live? Well, don't hold me to it, but uh, I'd say um, early February would be my guess. If I had to do it over-under, um, <laughs> I just think Amaya doesn't want to launch in 2015 because it will hurt their bottom line a little bit. And as far as sh- uh, stakeholders are concerned, they don't want to see any, any losses on there. So probably going to wait at least until the new year. And... I don't think New Jersey was a priority for Amaya, so they're probably like scrambling to get every every uh, everything up to speed with the New Jersey regulations, which are obviously more stringent than than most. So it's going to take them a little bit of time to get their software, their platform, their geolocation technology, their payment processing, etc., up to speed. I think that's going to take about two or three more months. So yeah, I'd say early February would be my best guess. Okay, well, with that, we're going to end, and I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Robert Delafave, if you have more and other interesting stuff happening in the poker world, especially the online poker world, we want to have you back on. Ah, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right, listeners, that was Robert Delafave, a great expert on the world of online poker. We're eager to talk to him again, and I think he's given us some very interesting stuff. Hey, poker stars by February. That would be, uh, that would be really good. We're going to take a quick timeout, and then we'll be right back. Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOCRADIO. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River... Or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's 
TheNegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of November 2nd, 2015. In interviews with ESPN last week, commissioners from Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL said they didn't consider daily fantasy sports gambling. All, however, said they believe the game should be regulated. The NBA and two NFL owners, the Patriots' Robert Kraft and the Cowboys' Jerry Jones, own an equity stake in daily fantasy sports companies. Christian Lusardi of North Carolina was sentenced to five years in prison for bringing counterfeit chips to a poker tournament at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Lusardi tried to get rid of the chips by flushing them down the toilet at the Harris Casino, causing damage to the plumbing. In addition to the prison term, Lusardi has to repay Borgata over $463,000 for lost revenue from the suspended poker tournament and over $9,400 to Harris for the plumbing damage. And finally, when is a win not a win? Apparently, when you win a car at the Four Winds Casino in Illinois. Jacob Earhart won a 2015 Tesla Model S electric car valued at $92,000. Here's the catch. Jacob had to get approval for a $4,200 a year insurance policy, costing him $350 a month, and the taxes for the car would be more than $30,000. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Hey, Jersey, GoldenNuggetCasino.com has got your number, and that number is 200 because they have over 200 online casino games, the most of any online casino in New Jersey. And last year, they paid out over $200 million to their winners. And get this, sign up now, and they'll give you up to $200 cash back as a welcome bonus, risk-free, GoldenNuggetCasino.com. For the little gambler in you, bet with your head, not over it. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling problem. Players must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions apply. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. All right, this is my show, and it's a serious intellectual hour of discussion, and I want to keep it that way. All right, in three, two, one. Magic hour. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host of House of Cards. We have a fascinating guy on the air. His name is Guy Scarangelli. 
He is a product, a gambling product developer, among other things. And he has just developed a casino game called Multiplier Blackjack. We're going to talk about that. And also, he happens to be in San Diego, one of my favorite cities for playing poker. And we're going to talk about that as well. So without further ado, Guy, are you there? Yes, good morning, Uh, Ashley, how are you doing today? I am doing great, and I'm very glad to have you on because I'm always interested in understanding and helping to promote new casino games. And also, I'm hoping we'll get to talk a little bit about San Diego poker, which is another subject that I love to talk about and listen about. So tell us about your product, Multiplier Blackjack. What is it, and what makes it different from regular Blackjack? Well, actually, Multiplier Blackjack is actually a pretty unique game. I happen to be a Blackjack enthusiast. And this game really excited my interest when I first got introduced to it uh, from an associate of mine, Gary Hamoud, who had the, the brainstorm of the idea. So basically, it's a game where it's exactly like regular blackjack. All the plays are exactly the same, except for one nuance, is when you win a resulting from a deal or bust. So what happens is, normally, if you play blackjack and you have a live hand in the deal or bust, he's going to pay a wager equal to yours, which is one-to-one. What we've done was put an added excitement, almost like a side bet, into the main game, whereas you're gambling that when you'll win results from this event, you'll either get a multiplier, which is obviously the positive, and then the trade-off is a sub-multiplier. So, for instance, if the dealer uh, hand results in a bust from, say, a 10, one of the, the weakest cards for the player, your bet's going to result in a push. If the dealer bust... Uh, by drawing a card of jack, queen, or a king, your main bet is going to get paid at a result of one to two, or half your bet. Now, on the positive side, when the dealer busts and your, you, your win is a result uh, with an eight or a nine, you're going to get paid three to two, which is equal to a, a blackjack, is one and a half times your bet. If he busts with a seven, you're going to get paid three to one, and if he busts with a six, you're going to get paid four to one. So you're going to multiple a fourth time your wager that's on the table. So it's a real exciting way to play the game of blackjack, getting away from the boring even money payouts and able to win a multiplier on your initial wager. Okay. Well, the mathematician in me, which is a pretty small part of me, by the way, um, thinks about what would the wizard of odds, who does calculations about what the house advantage is in all these games, what would he say about this? I'm certain that you've done all the math. How does this end up rewarding a player when compared to regular blackjack, assuming that he's playing perfect basic strategy? Well, like most wagers in any casino, the house is going to have some sort of an advantage. Of course. So if you ask the Wizard of Odds, which are basically all mathematicians, they're going to say this is a poor wager, like they say all side bets are. But this is an exciting way to get volatility on your money. Because when the cards are running hot, you're not going to gradually win. You're going to win in leaps and bounds. On the better side for the player is when the cards are running cold, you're not going to lose in a drastic fashion. You're just going to gradually lose on the negative side. So on the positive side, you're going to go up by leaps and bounds. And on the negative side, it won't be such a drastic down, downfall on it. But there is inherently a small house advantage like there is in every way during the casino. Of course. And I was just wondering. So I guess I misunderstood. When, if I were to, let's say, go to, well, where is this game being spread right now? Where do you have it spread? Right now, right now it's in a in Northern California casino called uh, Eagle Mountain. And it happens to be their best, their best blackjack table on their floor. It's getting the most action consistently than any of the other regular blackjack tables. Now, let me, let me say one other thing, actually, which we didn't t- touch upon. Part of the design of this game was we give you two betting options. When you walk into a casino, you can sit down and we can just play regular blackjack. There's a circle that says blackjack. If you don't want to deal with a multiplier or a gamble on when the deal a bust and when they consistently get paid even money, you just play in the blackjack circle. If you're an adventuresome type where you like to gamble a little bit and you're willing to, to take odds, you can play the multiplier bet. And then that means when you win in that circle, the multiplier pay table will take effect. I see. Or you can play both. So you can play both. So obviously I said earlier that if the deal of bust with a 10, that bet becomes a push. Well, if you've got, say, $10 in that circle and $10 in the regular circle, you're still going to get paid in the back. My question for you was, and I'm going to go back to it because now I understand, because you can play both games at the same time. So here's my question. Playing perfect basic strategy 
everyone understands the House has an advantage, even if you're playing perfect basic strategy. My question is conventional blackjack versus multiplier blackjack, which I understand has certain assets to it because it increases volatility. And if you're on a hot streak, it's even hotter. But if you averaged it all out, does multiplier blackjack give the player a better shot than regular blackjack or is it slightly worse? How does it compare? Well, in the regular playoff game, the house has got a slightly higher advantage, which is one of the reasons why casinos would want to put it in because their advantage in the game is slightly higher. I see. Again, that premium the player is paying is for the vol- volatility. Gotcha. It's like buying the ultra shorts in the stock market. Your gamble gets a little bit more, a little bit more quicker. So it's spread now in what mountain? What? Uh, it's called Eagle Mountain Casino up in Northern California. Oh, Eagle Mountain, yeah. Eagle Mountain, yes. And we're hoping by by Labor Day to be live at the uh, Chickasaw uh, Wind River in Oklahoma, which is one of the largest casinos in the world. So yeah, so we're 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 hoping to have more games live by by Labor Day in Oklahoma at this point. Yeah, I've played in that casino in uh, Thackerville, Oklahoma, and uh, it's a huge place. Have you been up there? I haven't had a chance to get out there yet, but I probably will be going in a couple weeks uh, to help with the installation of these tables. Now, I also understand that you are involved in a casino in a poker room in San Diego. Is that right? Uh, yes, I am at this time. What, what is it, and what do you do for them? Well, it, it, it was a local card room uh, called the Village Club. And they expanded. They had uh, it was a small place. They were limited to the amount of table space they had in, within the casino. So they bought, bought this large building right on the waterfront. And I'm one of the casino managers there. We have uh, ten poker tables and thirteen table games. You know, cow games is what we call them, blackjack, like uh, baccarat. And uh, I'm one of the casino managers. And I help with well, I help with both departments, both poker and in table games, because I got uh, a lengthy experience in both of those. Uh, departments. Well, you're, you're talking about one of my favorite places in the world to play poker. I used to go down and play at the Village Club when it was in San Diego, right? Actually, in Chula Vista, which is just to the south of San Diego. And I played back then. They used to spread a, a Omaha eight game, an Omaha split game. I think it was the big game there. It was like 1530. But I, what do you spread now? Which, uh, which variants of poker and what stakes generally? Well, right now, right now, obviously, the big poker is No Limit Hold'em. So we have a five ten No Limit Hold'em game, which is our wow. high uh, high limit game on most on most you know most times the blinds five ten. Sometimes we get a little high if we get a select group in, but obviously that's a large game. Then we have some low limit games: two three No Limit, three six Hold'em, four four eight Hold'em. Now on the Omaha eight or better, we we do limit. We do eight sixteen and four eight. Uh, they have a pot limit Omaha from time to time, which is an eight game also. The 1530 uh, regular limit, you know, uh, Omaha isn't as frequent anymore, so they don't really even attempt to get that group of players in. I see. Um, I the time. And if you're a, a California card room, and by the way, I'm talking to Guy Scarangelli, who is the developer of Multiplier Blackjack, which is a new table game that's uh, just started up in Northern California and may soon be in Oklahoma. Um, you guys also used to have pretty good food. Do you still have a kitchen? Well, actually, now with our move, it's it's now called Seven Mile Casino. So, if anybody's in San Diego, look it up, Seven Mile. We've expanded into a, a full restaurant, and I would qualify our food, which used to be card room quality food, into pretty much downtown restaurant, you know, downtown San Diego restaurant quality. All prime cuts of meat, all top quality ingredients. We would consider ourselves a, a premium restaurant, also, along with a card room, you know, and a lounge area. Wow, you're wetting my appetite to go there. I remember I took a trip one time and I played at the Lucky Lady, the Palomar, Saquon, Viejas, and then I went to Rincon and uh, up to Valley View and all the Pala and Payula or whatever. Are they all still there? Is it still Apollo. a pretty- Yes, the ones you mentioned, uh, Saquon, I actually worked at Saquon for 20 years. I was the poker manager there for a long time before huh. moving to Table Games Director. Viejas, uh, uh, Verona, those are the three San Diego-based uh, tribal casinos. The other ones are considered North County, Rincon, Pala, Valley View, um, Palma, Pachanga now. So, yeah, they're all large, but they're about an hour north of the city. 
I see. And there's nobody south of you, right? I mean, there's, you're about the southernmost uh, casino in California. Right. That's about, yeah, about as far west as you can go and as far south. There is no other card rooms. Uh, actually, the, the place we're at now is a culmination. There used to be a couple other card rooms in, in Chula Vista. Uh, the owner of the one I'm at actually acquired those licenses, which is why we were able to expand out to as many tables as we have. Uh, when you go down to the other places you mentioned, uh, Palomar and Lucky Lady, those are on El Cajon Boulevard. Uh, they're very small, one-two tables. Um, Palomar's got a little bit more. But, yeah, those are more inner-city uh, partners. Yeah, I got to say, when I went to Palomar, I was a little nervous just sitting in the, <laughs> in the casino. And uh, I, I, <laughs> I've often wondered... And I know we're getting far afield from your product, the Multiplier Blackjack, but I think our players understand it and will have their eyes open for it. I am curious, do you get many Mexicans that come up from Tijuana or Ensenada to come up and play yes. at your place? Yeah, without question. Without question. We, we get some, you know, people think, you know, they think Tijuana and stuff like that. There's actually a lot of affluent uh, people down in those areas, and they do come up and play in our casino. They also have a casino in Tijuana, but we do get some card players that come up, because we do have quality poker games. Uh, and they do come up and enjoy the restaurant and, and, and playing, especially at us, because we're only literally seven miles from the border, henceforth the name Seven Miles Casino. There you go. We were seven miles from the border and seven miles from downtown San Diego. So that was the uh, the changeover That's in great. branding. Well, Guy, we have about 20 seconds left. Can you give us a website for people that want to check out Multiplier Blackjack and get a jump on the game before it's spread all over the United States, which is clearly going to happen within the next year? Yeah, well, Multiply Blackjack and MultiplyBlackjack.com or their blog spot. You can find them on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, if you just Google Multiply Blackjack, you'll find numerous uh, areas where we're on, on the Internet. Great. Well, Guy, I appreciate you joining us. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more House of Cards. Another amazing fantasy football weekend with FanDuel. I got to you, it's so easy to make money. So you think you know football? Come and prove it at FanDuel. FanDuel is a leader in one-week fantasy football. The money is real. And building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fees start at just $1 so anyone can play. Last week, Wayne from Idaho won 10000 bucks off a $2 entry fee. That could be you. Come play with us. We're having fun every week over at FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner and use my code HOC and sign up now. There's a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it with up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. Offer is only good for the first 50 people that use my code HOC today, so don't forget to use my code HOC. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, and sign up today using my promo code HOC. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 24025-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. 
Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. He's not going to just sit around and wait to flop the nuts. Welcome back, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And, in fact, you're listening to my favorite segment, which is the mailbag segment. When I'm joined in studio by my handsome co-producer, Dave Weishattle. Right, Dave, thank you, Ashley. what do we have this week? We have Greg from Warminster, Pennsylvania, has a two-part question. PokerStars' reentrance into the U.S. has led some to believe that this will change the online gaming market for the better. Quite frankly, I'm having a hard time seeing how. Do you think PokerStars being back in the U.S. is that big a story, or is it just PR hype? And do you think the, the restrictions placed on PokerStars will hurt their ability to compete with other online sites? I think PokerStars is the best online poker company we've ever had, so that their reemergence into the U.S. market can only be a good thing, if only to set the bar higher for what we expect from our online poker companies. Um, as to it being well, just... you're a former customer, so... Uh, that's right. What, what, how, what makes them the best? Their customer service was always great. They got back in touch with you quickly. Their site had excellent graphics. It was simple to navigate. The money that they paid out, they paid out promptly. They kept their promises. Uh, they provided uh, all sorts of um, assistance. They had the proper staff that when you had any questions or problems, they got back to you. Um, and they supported the poker world. They funded and still fund something called Fargo and other similar get-togethers of poker enthusiasts. Um, See, I didn't know they still did that. I know you go to Fargo in uh, Connecticut. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just went to uh, Mohegan Sun, and they See, I didn't even know they were still involved with that. They helped subsidize it, even though, as Mm -hmm. you might correctly observe, they have no uh, tangible way of getting any money back from us since we can't play online unless we are in New Jersey. Uh, And so I got to credit them with staying supportive of the poker community and always being there for their customers. I am forever loyal. What about the restrictions that were placed on them? Do you think that'll hurt them? I have no idea. uh, Well, for those who don't know, I actually did a little research on this. For those who don't know, tell me. Here are the restrictions. Uh, They're only in New Jersey, like you said. They have to pay back any New Jersey players that haven't been repaid since the Black Friday indictments, which is a good thing. They have to fire certain individuals who were employed by poker stars before the Black Friday indictments. And all records, all minutes to meetings, any complaints, and any new business conducted must be immediately reported to the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement. I, I, think, I mean, it seems fair. I mean, it's just not... You they know, have to fire everybody who was on staff uh, before? I, I didn't... I didn't Get all the name, but they had a bunch of specific they individuals. They had a list of people. They had a yeah, list yeah, of people, yeah. pay- okay. but that was one of the. Things. My only concern is is none of the things that you mentioned concern me one iota. Yeah. The only thing that concerns me is that they are no longer poker stars. They're owned by Ayala, which is another company entirely, and I don't know how much independence the old poker stars crew will have, as opposed to just being responsive to what their overlords in Canada now tell them to do. So, Amaya. Did I say Ayala? Ayala, I think, is a bike company (laughs) or an insurance company. Amaya. So, that's my thought on that. What else we got? Well, I know we got a couple minutes, and you're off on a trip to complete your quest. Oh, (laughs) yes. This is very exciting. This is a life quest. Um, Back about 10 years ago, I started to count up how many states uh, I had played poker in. And then about five years ago, it got up to uh, 35, and I started to think, hey, you know, I could play in every state. And over the last few years, I've played in one or two more a year. I had played in Alaska. I played in Hawaii. I played in Nebraska. So now I have two left. Mm -hmm. 
uh, Idaho and Oregon. Did and you I find just, anything in Idaho? I got to tell you, we tweeted, we asked questions to see if we can find a game for you. Well, and, I found. Way to go. Here's what I did. Uh, I'm a good Jew. Okay. I'm a former president of my synagogue. And so what do you do? We got to get T-shirts made out like that. There you go. <laughs> I called the only synagogue in Boise, Idaho, which is the largest city in the capital city of Idaho. And uh, I called. I spoke to the secretary. I told her I was an out-of-town Jew traveling through. Could she get me a nice service? And, oh, by the way, also a poker game would be nice. Hmm. And the rabbi emailed me, Rabbi Daniel Fink. And he said, well, unfortunately, the days you're here, we don't have any services, but we can fix you up with a poker game. Way to go, Rabbi. <laughs> so I said, way to go, Rabbi. Right, to and go, on rabbi. Saturday night, I arrive at 2. I play at 7. They have a bunch of guys from the synagogue. That's not all. In my wonderful Thursday night game, one of the guys in the game knows a guy who knows a guy who fixed me up. So I have a real, not just a small stake synagogue game, but a real underground, be careful who you talk to about this. Cause, uh, and I'm playing in Boise underground for serious stakes you, on Thursday. You actually found two games in Idaho. I that, found that's two. Impressive. Not to mention the free games at the bar. And I am very excited. And then I'm going to drive to Pendleton. Uh, for the Wild Horse Casino, we had now. Now, their, now they are open. I know they we had a conversation. Open. They're open go. Sunday, so I'm okay. driving over and playing Sunday, and then I'm going to finish my trip by going to Portland, where there are lots of rooms, and that'll be it. And I'll report when I come back. And isn't that exciting? So come back next <laughs> week, listeners, and hear more wonderful things about House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.